Hello and welcome back to The Daily Royal, a podcast covering the daily events of all the European royal families. Today, we're going to be talking about all of the events from Thursday, October 1st of 2020. Um, you guys, it's October. How'd that happen? Wow. Um, so yeah, let's get started with the Belgian royal family. Well, it's official. Belgium has a government. They were sworn in this morning. King Philippe swore them in. It's over. I now am going to be bored because that was something that was keeping me really entertained for the whole year so far of 2020. Um, But it's over. They are sworn in. It's done. Things are presumably going to go to a normal situation now. Um, New Prime Minister weekly audiences. Uh, Yeah. So that's what was happening in Belgium today. King Philippe swore in the new government. End of story. I'm kind of sad. I already miss it. But good for Belgium to finally have a, um, you know, federal government after almost 500 days totally fun. Um, So yeah, that's what was going on with the Belgian royal family. And now we are going to move in to the British royals. Last week, or maybe early, early this week, uh, the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge (laughs) held a video conference with residents of Kangaroo Island, Um, and so that video was actually shared today. Um, It was adorable. There was a koala that, like, made a cameo. It was fantastic. Um, But that was, like, the only real public facing from the, again, the five that I talk about. Um... And so now we are going to take a quick peek at the court circular to see if anything else was going on um, in the day. Like I said, I just don't get a chance to check these anymore when they come out. So I've started to check them um, while we're doing, while I'm recording. It's like a live check-in. It's fun for me, maybe. I don't know. Um, All right, so... Goodness. All right. Uh, Prince Charles, the Prince of Wales, held a um, audience with the owners of Barra Castle. Um, it does look like at least Charles is back in Scotland because they're referring to him as the Duke of Rothsay, which is his Scottish title. Um, so it looks like there's, they went back to Scotland, which is where they were. Um, so I don't know, I don't know what's going on there, um, after their trip to Ireland, Northern Ireland, sorry. Um, 
And then it's saying, okay, so Charles then held a meeting with the president of Ireland. So I would assume that is the country of Ireland, not the Northern Ireland, United Kingdom, Ireland. Um, and then Charles in the evening held a meeting for the Sustainable Markets Initiative uh, via video call. He does this a lot, it seems. And that is it on the court circular. So a few events there for Charles, but for the most part, a quiet day and the um, release of that video call, call from Will and Kate to um, Kangaroo Island with the really cute koala whose name was Grace. And now I want a koala in my life. Um, so yeah, that's what was going on with the British Royals. There was nothing in Denmark today. So we are going to move right into the Netherlands. It was all about Queen Maxima today, um, which is great. So she started her day by attending the launch of Breast Cancer Awareness Month with the, I think it is the Dutch Cancer Society. Um, so we are now in October, which means pink ribbons, pink galore, um, breast cancer awareness, all of that good stuff. Um, is happening this month and that's so so important um so the attention that it's going to get this month from some royals is important uh so yeah that is what she did this morning and she was in of course true maxima style head to toe pink pink hat pink dress pink shoes all in all fantastic so i've talked about this Maxima style is not my style. She will have a hit every now and then for me, but like nine times out of 10, maybe even nine and a half times out of 10, I would never in a million years even consider wearing something that she has worn, um, except for like a few things. Uh, but of course, like you, you know, if you watch her, her style is what it is and like she rocks it and it was great. Um, I liked the color coordination, especially given the fact that for her next event, um, she had a full on color change wardrobe change. So she went from pink to an all orange outfit, head to toe, again, hat, dress, shoes, all orange for her next event, which was the 70th anniversary conference for the Socioeconomic Council. Um, of the Netherlands, which is like an advisory board of entrepreneurs, employees, and um, industry experts to all come together on socioeconomic issues. Um, so I'm, <laughs> I'm going to be really nitpicky because also, guys, there isn't a lot to talk about today. It was a very light day for the Royals and the stuff that like 
did happen. There's just not a lot to say. So you'll find that I'm a little more nitpicky today. Um, I'm not sure why we needed a full-on outfit change for an event that happened only like an hour or two after the breast cancer event. But we had one and it was fabulous. But I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> um, you know, it's kind of like that old way of dressing where it's like you have a morning dress and an afternoon dress. And then if there were evening events, you would have an evening gown. Like, who does that anymore? <laughs> um, it was wonderful, but it was very like, I was saving all the pictures to post on the Instagram, the Daily Royal, go check it out. Shameless self-promotion. Um, so yeah, I was checking like all these pictures and I'm like, wait a minute, this is almost the exact same outfit with a different hat and all in orange. What happened? Um, so it was interesting, but whatever. Like, again, this is like, this is not what I would do, but whatever. Um, two fantastic outfits to talk about from Maxima. <laughs> okay. Um, so yeah, that's what was going on in the Netherlands today. Um, there was nothing in Norway, no update on King Harald. Uh, the opening of the parliament is tomorrow for the Norwegians. Um, so we will see Akun and Queen Sonia at that. And um, King Harald is supposed to return to work next Monday. So, I mean, there's not really updates, but like there's a rundown of what's going to happen there. Um, so with that, we're going to go ahead and move on to Spain. I know I just said that it wasn't really a busy day. Spain is the exception to that. It was a busy day, um, but there isn't a lot to like talk about from it. So the first thing, how do, how do I want to order this? Okay, we'll go with Felipe's events first and we'll end with Letizia's and that's just how we'll do it. That's how I try to do it, but sometimes I go in chronological order, sometimes I don't. So. The first thing that happened this morning, King Felipe met with the president of Portugal, Marcela Rebelo de Souza. Um, so they had a meeting at a hotel in El Toro to talk about the country's relationship. Um, it was like a bilateral meeting, which is usually really normal um but like these two have met three or four times since march you know since we entered a covid pandemic the president of portugal just makes his way over to spain now the countries are really close together i get that but it's always so bizarre. I'm like, okay. Um, 
And I'm not sure why we need to have another bilateral meeting on how the relationship between these two countries is going. Like, for the most part, it's going pretty well. There's some border issues, especially surrounding COVID, but like, the relationship is fine. Why are we having all of these bilats? I don't, I don't get it. Um, but it was, I mean, okay. The president of Portugal is like the cutest man in the world. So he, I don't remember where I heard this. I think it was a podcast on American politics because, yep, I'm a nerd about my politics too. Don't worry. It doesn't just end at Belgium. Um, and it was like President D'Souza had made like a COVID tour in Portugal and in one of his stops, he swam into the ocean to save someone from drowning. Like, that's what kind of man that he is. He's just a good guy and, like, really wholesome from what I can tell. Now, I don't know a lot about the president of Portugal other than, like, these anecdotes that I hear and, like, the way he interacts with King Felipe and Queen Letizia. Like, that's what I know. Um, I haven't even, like... Portugal hasn't had any state visits from other royals this year, so, like, I haven't even seen him interact with anyone else. Um, but, like, he seems like a very genuine guy. I just don't understand why we need to have so many meetings about the relationship between the two countries. I have my theories about what's actually happening in these meetings, but they're not reality, so I don't know. Um, anyway... So after they had another, like, I'm going to call it a counseling session, just to make sure, you know, like a, a maintenance session. Yep, that's what I'm referring to it now as in my head. Um, so after this little maintenance session that they had, uh, the two went to the second, I keep saying Il Toro. I'm pretty sure that's right. Um, which is like a town in Spain, um, forum. And it's all about like democracy and democratic values and all that good stuff. So there was talk about like authoritarianism and how to fight against the rise of authoritarianism, which is interesting. Um, not because those two are authoritarians. They're 1000% not, um, just feels, again, this is a very weird time um, to talk about, like, the rise of authoritarians uh, because it is prevalent and depending on how you believe politically, like, the U.S. is also kind of going through this weird transition of trying to figure out what's going on. Um, it just, everything kind of culminated together. It feels like a really strange time to talk about authoritarianism. Never more important, but for me, it's like, okay, I haven't seen much from the event. I honestly actually avoided it. Um, cause there's been a lot of things coming out of the world where like the U S is getting bad mouthed and I got it. Um, and I just like didn't watch because I didn't want to hear, um, Usually I will watch those things, but, like, that did not happen today. Um, so, yeah, that was Felipe's day. Lots of stuff going on with Portugal. 
Um, and then also today, Queen Letizia had a working meeting with Red Cross Spain, um, all about Red Cross's response um, and programs in response to the pandemic. Um, so there were people speaking at the at the meeting about like the six months of COVID work that had really that has really been done because we are getting to like we've been at six months, um, but like we're really getting to six months since like things have been happening. Um, and what I mean by happening is like since organizations have really started stepping in and like helping and being a part of this response. Um, and so Red Cross Spain has this program called Responde, which is all about their response to the pandemic. Um, she also, I think this is maybe just like the requirement for the Red Cross. She had a Red Cross face mask on. Um, and my new petition for the world is that Queen Letizia should always wear a red face mask um, because it looked amazing. I was trying to figure out if it was cloth or like a paper medical mask. I think it's a cloth mask, but it it had like the nose bridge. Like it looked quality. Like, can I have a Cruz Roja face mask, which would be great. Cruz Roja's Red Cross. Um I'd be okay with that because it looked fantastic. Um, looked like the most comfortable cloth mask I've ever seen. Um, so yeah, it was pretty cool. And there wasn't a whole lot of details released on it. Again, like it wasn't a live streamed event, so I didn't watch it. Um, I've watched a little bit of video, but like even in the video, you can't, I couldn't make sense of like what little was happening. So that was the event. Um, and so with that, we are going to end our Spain segment. I told you I was going to be nitpicky about weird things, um, which I was for Spain and the Netherlands. Um, and now we're going to move on to Sweden. Sweden, uh, let's see. This morning, Crown Princess Victoria had a couple of different uh, meetings. Uh, so first, she visited the Swedish, or she held an audience with a representative from the Swedish Defense Research Agency to talk about um, the situation in Yemen. Now, I follow world politics and world events and global affairs pretty closely, but I will say I don't know what's happening in Yemen, um, so I don't know what this meeting was about. I would love to know, um, however, it's been a really weird week, and this is about all I can handle. Like, I have one more work day, and I'm exhausted because new jobs are exhausting, um, and like, there's some other stuff happening that, like, I, I didn't find out what was happening in Yemen and 
I'm sorry, but I just couldn't. Um, so that was the first meeting. And then later she met with uh, representatives at uh, Stockholm's International Peace Research Institute, uh, where they talked about lots of different things and like um, peacekeeping resolutions in conflict areas and stuff like that. Um, specifically, one of the things they talked about that I thought was really cool was using artificial intelligence for like peacekeeping missions, which I'm have so many questions about. And this week is just a bad week to have questions about things. Um, but it sounds really cool. I would love to know how AI can be incorporated in peacekeeping missions. Um, so those were her meetings. And then later on, she and Prince Daniel visited um, a theater called the Maxim Theater, where they were just, um, or they were talking about the theater's experiences with COVID. Uh, so it definitely seems like Victoria and Daniel are really taking an interest in cultural things during the pandemic um, and how they've kind of dealt with the pandemic in theaters and art studios and recording studios and just different um, avenues for artists. Uh, so that's a really interesting path that I haven't seen really taken yet. Like I've seen some like let's focus on culture, but not to this extent. Um, so I think that's really great. Like very, very cool. I, you know, not everyone has a defined response to COVID, which is fine. Um, especially in the Royal families, like they need to focus on kind of everything, but Sweden's working members of the Royal family are almost enough that they can cover different bases kind of separately. Um, and so I, I don't know. I think it's really cool that like you're seeing this emphasis on culture from the Swedish crown princess. Um, I, I don't know. I think it's just really cool. I literally think I just fell asleep a little bit there. Sorry. Um, so yeah, I think it's just like a really cool thing and I'm excited to see what else they do. I don't, I think we've got some tour, Swedish royal tour things coming up. I'll have to check the calendar this weekend um, to come up with like some more comprehensive ideas of what's coming up. But I think it'll be like really exciting to see. So yeah, so that's the end of this podcast. It hasn't been, I haven't been as hyper or as tired as I have been for the past two days. Um, I'm kind of like in a right in between spot today, which is great. Um, I took it a little bit easier today. So if you do follow the Twitter or the Facebook, I'm very sorry. Um, I didn't get to make my tweets. I did everything else, but the tweet, the tweets and the Facebooks, they weren't happening. So something had to go today and that's what went. Hopefully I will be back there tomorrow. Um, as well as the Instagram and then the dailyroyal.com will have posts go up probably on Sunday. So you will get content there as well. Um, so yeah, I will talk to you all. Let's see, it's Thursday. So yep, I will talk to you all tomorrow for our final episode of the week. Um, and until then, have a great day. Bye.